This podcast is 100% a work of fiction, and while Tim Notary is a real person, everything else is made up on the spot, and anything resembling reality is just your imagination. This show contains language and situations which may be considered to be adult and or spoilers, so consider yourself warned. to Always Crashing, a drive-time talk show for the on-demand internet age. I'm your host, Tim Notary. Uh, there was no uh, episode last week. I forgot to say that due to the American holiday. Uh, Terry's also um, still on vacation. He went on vacation. He's not with us. He said he's doing some kind of weird... Sarah Vowell-esque history uh, vacation where he's going to sites that he's been uh, researching. Um, Didn't really give me a lot of specifics, but said he would definitely be uh, talking about it when he gets back. Um, I'm going to take the opportunity for this kind of little solo episode. Uh, I did one before, but that was only because I was sick and unable to edit stuff together properly and mix stuff and was just too headachey to look at the screen. Uh, This one I have, you know, I'm in full health and I just kind of have a reprieve um, to talk about things where I am right now. Uh, You know, I started doing this podcast... Because I wanted to do, a, yeah, I wanted to do a talk show, like like I said at the intro, I wanted to do a show with just people talking about interesting things and ideas uh, that you kind of would listen to in the car. Uh, and, you know, uh, the in- inspiration for me was, you know, uh, having a, a morning and afternoon and evening commute in my, my late teens and early 20s. And having to listen to those chattering voices on the radio and it being annoying and wishing there was something, I guess, weirder, <laughs> uh, something that I would like to listen to. So that's that's where I kind of came in and was like, you know, Terry's an interesting guy and pretty weird <laughs> uh, to talk to. So, um, But I didn't just want it to be like a history lesson or two guys arguing. I really wanted it to be this open format type of show and really just something that I would listen to. Um, so I'm going to try to do something this episode that I, I would listen to and it's, it's weird and going to explore this audio medium. Um, the few, there are a small amount of people listening to the show, so I would enjoy your feedback. And, uh, and as always, if I don't say this at the end of the show, um, Please tell your friends, uh, send some stars my way on Stitcher, iTunes, even if that's not your prime medium of listening to the show, go on to, you know, Apple iTunes website, you can, you can rate me there, five stars, just, just so I get, you know, a little bit more weighted and people can, can start listening to this and, you know, if you enjoy it, you want other people to enjoy it, right? Share it. Okay, well that, you know, that's that's enough. Um, so this episode, uh, and if you're kind of turned off by what I'm about to do, that's yeah. Um, comes tune in next week. Terry will be back. We will be 
discussing his trip and or not discussing his trip. Um, maybe he'll bring Dan Ratherman back into the mix or, uh, you know, that South African guy, the, the, the commando man. I don't remember his name. Um, but today um, we're going to read this thing that I've been working on. Uh, it's going to be a reading of a, um, a long-form poem. Uh, this is, this is not improvised. None of, none of this is improvised. Uh, I don't know why I would, anyone would think that or why I would need to put that disclaimer out there, but, um, but it's out there now. Okay. So without further ado, here's some poetry. A hymnal for us, part one, child of feast and famine. Hallelujah, I say, hallelujah, oh my God, for the world, hallelujah, for the tight circles which bind us, hallelujah, for the strong bonds that tie us, hallelujah, for the bodies that circle us, the bodies that circle in a never-ending falling spiral towards each other, hallelujah, falling towards the face of you, oh my Lord, my God, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh my God, Alu Akbar, for the beasts on the buses and the highways and in the skies. Hallelujah, the million little things so small, but surely a testament to your name, your image, O oh my Lord, O oh my Father, for the metal beasts that carry us, my Lord, and the oil, your holy oil that burns inside them, to move us little things across the face of this small, wonderful globe you have given us, my God, hallelujah. Blessed be to your almighty dollar, my God, to your almighty euro and yen, and to your almighty rimbi and peso and bitcoin. Blessed be, O oh my Lord, and thank you for the ineffable and never-ending Nikkei and Dow and Jones and S&P and futures market. Hallelujah. Holy are your banks and your FDIC and glorious IMF who are as just and as righteous as you, my God. Thank you for science and logic and reason and technology and industry and manufacturing and consumer goods, my God, that feeds the world. Hallelujah. Thank you for Liebig and his nitrogen. O oh my God, for his high-yield fertilizer that feeds the billions. O oh my Lord, my God, we could not fill every corner of your glorious creation without it. Thank you for German engineering and chemistry and glorious high-yield fertilizer. O oh my God, thank you for allowing us to fill your roads and skyways with these magnificent metal carbon fiber beasts that carry us. Your consumer goods from Beijing to Frankfurt to La Havre to New Orleans to the port of Oakland. O oh my Lord. Hallelujah, thank you for the beatific and saintly men, Karl Marx and Fred Engels and John Maynard Keynes and Milton Friedman for their wondrous economics, which has so ordered your world for us and illuminated your mysteries. Hallelujah. Thank you, O oh my Lord, for my Lord, my hallelujah, for the means of production and the haves and the have-nots and the state of constant revolution. Thank you, my Lord, for putting production and means in the hands of the highest and the worthy, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah for the beautiful gift of currency and its intrinsic value and the means of production and commodities and futures and investments and stocks and bonds and recoupable interests and the loan agents and Freddie and Sally. Oh, my God, thank you for the gift of debt and allowing us to wear the chains of debt and giving us this gift of credit and worth and risk. Blessed are your holy 1%, the chosen. Those who have risen, hallelujah, richos vos cres, voyunistu vos cres, sacred are the wonders your holy scientists and technologists bring forth to ease the highest highs struggles. Alu Akbar, hallelujah, sacred is the silicon, sacred the genome, sacred the internet, which is eternal and never-ending. Hallelujah, alu Akbar. Thanks praise your name, your wonders. Thanks praise your techno-priests that bring forth your heavenly apps and cloud, which connects everything in your perfect universe. 
praise the techies, praise those who protect the holy, the invisible web that connects us all. Holy is the invisible web and map and net that binds all the world in your unknowable and perfect mysteries together. My Lord, my God, my heavenly sky father who is all around us and through us and inside us. Hallelujah. Blessed are your sacred temples upon the earth that correct the follies and sins of man and his evil governments. Praise be to you, my God, for Google, for Baidu, for Deutsche Telekom, for Uber, for Yahoo, for Amazon, for Microsoft. Thank you, my Lord, for the NSA, which watches over us and guards us as your earthly angels. Thanks to you, my Lord, for my God, for Facebook and iTunes and YouTube and Twitter and Pornhub and BuzzFeed and the 24 hours news cycle. Hallelujah. Holy are their infinite distractions, my Lord. Thank you in your perfect wisdom for giving us the ease of our never-ending suffering. Thank you in wisdom for giving us our weak and inadequate flesh so that we may have to find solace in your distractions and escape with chemicals and medicines and narcotics you have so lovingly placed upon the earth. Thank you, our Lord, for our words that even we cannot use to rightly praise your perfect and everlasting and completely searchable, all-knowing, object-oriented databases. Hallelujah, Allah Akbar, God is great, my Lord, for giving us the atom, the gene, the participle, the nested phrase table, the subquery, the immutable object, holy is your code, my God, that you have given to the techies your prime receivers. Praise be your holy mother, Ada Lovelace, and the beatific Alan Turing. Thank you, my God, for giving them to us. Thank you, O oh my God, my Lord, for entrusting us with these gifts. Thank you for cost versus risk. My Lord, thank you for Gantt charts. My Lord, my God, thank you for the gift of bar charts and graphs and dots on a line. Thank you for showing us where on this chart we can start selling each other Coca-Cola. Thank you, my Lord, Adonai, oh my God, hallelujah, for marijuana. Thank you, my Lord, oh my God, Al-Akbar, for alcohol. Thank you, my Lord, O oh my God, my God, you are great for caffeine and tobacco and lysergic acid diethylamide, and all your chemists who stand on your right side. Thank you, O oh my Lord, for your Saint Albert Hoffman and his prophet Timothy Leary. Praise be to God in your infinite brilliance for giving us these drugs, these chemicals, so we could ease the suffering and trials that you have made the world for. Thank you, Lord, for these gifts so we could feel connected to each other and your holy body, the universe. Thank you, my Adonai, hallelujah, my Adonai, for the social graph that binds us and weights our interconnectedness to one another. Thank you for your saints, holy Zuck, holy Parker, holy Thiel, holy Reed Hoffman, your pale saints, your pale god kings who connected us finally across the wasteland to your new Eden. Hallelujah, hallelujah for our addictions and our urges, my Lord, and thank you for your imperfect 12 steps of recovery. Oh my God, Hashem, thank you for the 12 steps and the anonymous for giving us the gift of sobriety from the beautiful chemicals so that we may know suffering again. Hashem, my Lord, thank you for our many relapses and backslidings so that we may feel your infinite forgiveness again and again. Hallelujah for the dopamine button and the endless feed. Without these gifts, my Lord, how would we consume without dying? Hallelujah, Adonai, my Father, my Heavenly Father, and forgive us for our sins against your mysterious engine. Thank you for your forgiveness for our many attempts to dismantle your perfect prophets and their perfect machine which burns forever and cannot be extinguished. Hashem, forgive us, perfect Father. Hashem, forgive your prophet Jobs for giving us the one perfect device for your kingdom. Hashem, forgive your prophet Jobs as you forgave Prometheus for giving us fire. Hashem, forgive us and preserve your heavenly prophets so that they may remain unmolested forever and ever. Hashem, forgive us for the torment we lay to your creation in everything that has led to your creating your one true device. Adonai, my Lord, forgive us for you are the only thing which is right and just and we are lowly creatures. Forgive us our ways, our sinful ways that we use to find connections to your heavenly high-speed broadband LTE 4G veins. 
Hashem, thank you for the starved, the impoverished. Thank you for their suffering. Hallelujah, my Lord, Adonai, perfect in your wisdom. My Father, government, thank you for the dole and social aid and breadlines. Thank you, Lord, Adonai, for your electronic benefits transfer and allocating your necessities to your children. Thank you for the stigma of race and redlining and your ineffable allocation of resources. Hallelujah for the vast factories and labor forces and prisons of Asia and Africa, billions upon billions to mine your high-yield lithium and assemblies. Thank you for your air-conditioned plantations free from the hard sun and hard vision of melanin in the fields. Hallelujah for the trickle-down pyramid from top to bottom upon which we may rest our weary capital. God our Father, my Lord, praise be to sacrificing your holy beasts to tariffs and trade wars so that we may feel the sting of lack as our bootstraps tie heavy around our necks. Thank you, my Lord, my God, for supply chain dynamics for how else would our spreadsheets tell us where to go. Thank you for fattening the rich so that we may feast when the time comes for the famished to inherit you so that the one fish may feed the 99 hungry mouths who cannot survive upon your cake alone. Part 2 Adolescent of War and Peace. Amen. Father life, Father struggle, bringing us into this new wriggling world of hurt by the violent imperial destiny manifest in front of your Father to conquer and conquest. Your violence, Father, humbling the shambling colored-eyed monsters. Your monsters, a monster with heavenly purpose, protecting the virgin children from Mother Tiger Night. Your battle forever, the endless war against the senses, the emotions, the life, the animus mundi dominating a blind ambition for hostile takeover and acquisitions and mergers. Of countries, of colonies, of corporations, and corporate and corpus mundi, concentrating the body from the mind. Sequester the soul from the perfect flesh of the sex body, body positive politic patriot. Your angel shaming us into religious piety, lost from all connection to God. Your energies and your resources running the eternal engine of electric flames. Your holy victory ordained by Father Carbon, branded in the Bible of the earth's very bones. Your violence, your purest violence against the beaches and the cliffs, your holy-eyed dervish concubines spinning through mold and decay, Irma, Sandy, Katrina, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice to the ineffable blood-hungry God, my father, your father. We have tainted the tap water, we have made the schools prisons, we have paved the roads for your righteous army to wash the cities clean. Father, clean the immigrants and the indigenous and the indesirable from my land. Father, quiet the criminals and the criers and the artists. Father, render us forever peace and prosperity behind nuclear fences. Never take the plenty from the impoverished land your enemies clamor to tear down. Send the unwashed, the tired, the poor, the very worst of them into the pit so they may never darken our golden door again. A fuel-cleansing fire bringing down the Roman wood for the seed of New Jerusalem to swell a new life as war, a new struggle, a new cycle, a lake of fire for the heretics against the pale King Katsi. Katsi as chaos in time, unscheduled rhythmic disorder. Katsi the pale king no one. Stripped of all flesh and skin and muscle and tissue and bleach bone, astride a pale nation riding on the backs of the million stallions. The million stallions, the mighty stallions, the eternal engine of progress and purpose. King Pale, the great equalizer. King Pale, the left hand of battle. 
King Pale heard on the vanguard of the final fire, King Pale a god, King Pale the redeemer of violence, King Pale the violent doom, King Pale the synchronic storm of a nation, King Pale without sentiment or nostalgia or remorse or history or love, King Pale the naked skeleton atop the holy atom, the holy atomic structure of reality, King Pale the slow change, the soul spiral of hate, King Pale reach out your hand, your naked skeleton hand, and wrap it tight around my neck. King Pale, your cold holy fingers around my neck, reach into my chest, my heart, and feel my fire, my blood pumping hard for your never-ending war. King Pale, King Katsi, King Life as War. Bring forth the fire against our enemies and send the infidels and heretics burned and shattered before me. King Katsi is the great corrector, the eraser of our mistakes. Life as a mistake, life as a waste of energy. King Katsi as lord over death. Katsi, holy Katsi, our father and our mother. Katsi, who sees every face, every figure naked and prone behind closed eyes, the hundred of millions prostrate and prone before the overwhelming king. We see your flame spread back, holy king Katsi, to the first step out of the muck, the first tread on the forever suffering earth, the flames that drove us forth from your Eden onto the cross of a never-ending cycle of war and peace writ large by some Russian or Prussian or Anglo-Saxon priest. Thank you for delivering us from the world. Holy war, holy shade of life, pale red rider at the right hand of death most sacred. May you marshal your CEOs forth before the indigent mobs and unions of us. May they bring you the wild stallion of progress to tame, for you to ride it forward into the fearful night. May their holy rockets and hyperloops and autonomous washing machines feed your eternal navy, shuttling your troops towards new, undiscovered colonies. May our ceaseless demand break against the bulwark of your limited supply. General Ford and General Edison are at your back, pale King Katsi, pale King of Change. Your holy warriors stand on the factory floor assembling your weapons. They are a tap and a swipe away. Your on-demand soldiers are competitively priced to move. Part 3. Adults of Death and Life Father, I don't want to do my homework. No, I don't want to have a job, a career, a big car, a house, a family. No, I don't want to do my homework. No, I don't want to go outside and play. No, I don't want to write my personal essay. No, I don't want to work on my resumes and send them to a job that I don't want. No, Dad, I don't want to be expected to be something, to do something, to have a name, a personality, a network, friends, anything. I don't want any of that. I'm sick of it, Daddy. I'm sick of trying to want it for you. God, I'm sick of wanting to exist and consume. Why did you make me to do that? Is that all you made me for? Now I'm just here consuming and existing. I don't want it. I just want to be. But now I consume and I exist and I feed and I obey what is expected of me. Is that the magical world you saved for me? I fill my eyes with images, my ears with sounds, my brain with chemicals replete with experiences. Is that what you really wanted for me, Dad? To be good? To be good enough? Dad, it would have been so much easier if you just hit me. At least I could make more sense of my pain. At least I would have scars to look at and point to and say, yes, this is why I am. This is why I am broken. And this is why I don't want. And this is why I want. And this is what I can. And this is what I can overcome to want. But Father, it's not that way. I'm sick of trying to compare myself to others. My suffering, my pain, my joy, my success, anything. I never wanted to compete, to compare, that is apparently what you wanted from me. I never got to ask. 
Daddy, I hate when you say your last name is Issues. I have no issue with you. As my father, you were just confused and scared as the rest of us. You didn't have a clue what you were doing, what you were making. You were just doing what you wanted. You were just doing what you told. You were just doing what you were told you wanted to do, what you were supposed to do. How can I hate you for that? Dad, I used to sit next to you while you cried in church, and I sat there and wondered why and what I should do. Were you afraid to die? Were you sad because of things you never said to your father or your mother? Were you sad because you couldn't be sure if you believed in Jesus? I get sad all the times for those things too. Dad, why didn't you teach me that we all die? You tried to teach me so much. Did you try to teach me that and I just didn't listen? It seemed that you wanted to live forever like the rest of us, but you never grew up out of that. You never got over your fear. In the end, you didn't seem afraid. You seemed ready to die. I'm ready to die, Dad. I don't blame you anymore. I used to blame you. I used to hate you, but I can't anymore. I've seen how abusive this world is. It abused you. It made you. I can't waste my energy on hating you anymore. You're gone, and the world will be gone someday too, so what is there to hate, and I'm ready to die and start living? I can't hate this world anymore. It doles out its abuse without malice or intent. If I can't hate the world anymore, I can hardly hate you either. Dad, how did it make you feel when I told you believing in God was a better gamble than not believing in God? That's all you really cared about, the odds. I don't think it made any impression on you at all, not at all. Then you died. I'm never going to get to tell you that I'm ready to die. I'm ready to die. I never get to tell you that we all die. Every one of us, then that's more important than whatever God you believed in. I'll never get to tell you that I think God is dying. Maybe dying is God. Maybe it is God. Dad, we are going to die, and all our children will die, and all our grandchildren will die, and all our cities will die. They will burn and they will drown and they will collapse and the insects and the bacteria and the little things we stepped on will eat it all. Everything we have ever seen or built and there won't even be rubble anymore. Our whole reality will die. Everything you told me to live for will be gone. Dad, and then those bacteria and insects will die. We will all die and everything around us will burn and be gone and it is so beautiful because it is the thing that unifies every person sitting here and every person you ever knew and every person you ever saw or heard or every animal you ever knew the name of and every tree that has ever grown and every slug, every cockroach, every rock. Dad, you died just like our planet will die, just like a sun-going supernova will wink out of existence forever and just like the last dinosaur, just like a cliff being smashed by waves will fall into the sea, just like every king or poet or criminal or thug who has ever died before you and will ever die after you died. Everything that was ever and would ever remember us will die. Any mark we've made on the world will be erased. It will be gone. It will be gone. It will be gone. I never got to tell you that, Dad. I never got to tell you about the void. I remember a six-hour car ride. You came to pick me up two months after my first overdose, and I was still fucked up on acid or high on marijuana or who knows what, and I tried to tell you about the void, but instead we talked about Johnny Depp living in Hunter S. Thompson's basement. I tried to tell you and mom at the kitchen table that night that I was trying to destroy myself, but I didn't. I didn't tell you that night and I didn't have any hope left that I couldn't destroy the world then I would just have to destroy myself. That I had no hope for this world left. That it was a spinning rock, dad, just a spinning rock that we were destroying and eating up and why bother? It's 10 years later and I'm still bothering. Destroy the world? Humans are destroying the world? The universe is destroying the world. It's eating itself up day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute. Even these are words we made up, Dad, images to make us feel immortal. The universe doesn't have a stopwatch. Death seems to have a handle on it. We're not rushing away from it. We're rushing towards it forever. Burn it down to the ground. 
everything is burning just fine the way it is. Every, anything else is just throwing matches into a volcano. Why are we rushing towards it when we could just walk hand in hand together into eternity? Why did you push more so hard towards the end where there is no end? I sat next to you in church while you were crying, and part of me knew it was because you were afraid of dying, afraid all your family and friends and those you loved dying and never seeing them again. You loved us so much, Father. You wanted this image of immortality. You were shown how possible and ideal it was. You were lied to. You were lied to by well-meaning people who were afraid of dying. You were lied to by cynics and thieves who thought they could cheat themselves out of suffering. You were lied to by other people who were afraid and didn't want to die and just wanted to sit around in a circle and pat each other on the back and reassure each other that we all could live forever, that we were doing just fine, that we had it figured all out and the immortal perfection was just around the corner. Dad, here's the truth of it. Perfection is just around the corner and it is nothing at all. Perfection isn't immortality. Perfection isn't some continuous system that is ever growing and never stopping. Perfection is what we already are, dying. Perfection isn't the point where we can start selling each other Coca-Cola. Perfection is dying. This world, this universe, this reality has shown us what perfect is. We don't need to add to that anymore. We can't. Dad, to die is to be perfect. You were perfect then. I saw you become perfect and it was beautiful. Everything you have ever called experience or existence or memory was wiped out clean and it is perfect. The people, Dad, who are like you and are so afraid of this that they are trying with every resource at hand to not die, to preserve everything, to extend everything, to keep everything, they will die, they will be perfect. Immortality is imperfection. Dying is perfection. Today I am alive. Today I suffer and tomorrow I will die. Tomorrow I will be perfect. Now I live and later die again. Later I will be perfect. But now I am imperfect and I revel in watching my imperfection slip away moment after moment, hour after hour, day after day. The rich, the poor, the hungry, the full, the tortured, the beaten, the sick, the homeless, the pleasured, the have, the have-nots, blessed by death. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will die and they will be perfect. Blessed are the warmongers, for they will die and be perfect. Blessed are the politicians and the industrials, for they too will die and they too will be perfect. Blessed are the consumers, for they will die. Blessed are the anarchists, for they will die. Blessed are the Republicans, for they will die. Blessed is Mr. McConnell. Blessed is Richard Stallman, for they will die. Blessed is Barack Obama. Blessed is Kim Jong-un. Blessed are the Koch brothers. Blessed the Disney Corporation. Blessed the Eurozone. Blessed is Microsoft as Bill Gates. Blessed is Ellen Paul and all her redditors. Blessed are Bernie Sanders. Blessed are Dianne Feinstein and Jeb Bush and Ali Husseini Khamenei and Benjamin Netanyahu. Blessed is Brad Pitt. Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z, Duck Dynasty, American Idol, blessed is the National Broadcasting Corporation and the airwaves and the internet and the earth. Bless the rich, bless the poor, bless the famous, bless the unknown, bless all the planets in the solar system and Pluto and bless the universe because they will all die. It will all be perfect. They will all die and their lives and works will be just as important as yours, Dad. You whose name will be forgotten just like the rest of them, because what does it matter if your name lasts 10 years or 100 years or 1,000 years or 10,000, when in the end both you and it will be dead? It will all be perfect. 
No one to look upon your works in despair. No one to sing songs in praise of your name. No one to wonder about what you did and how you did it. No one to ask your name or your place or what you did and how much money you make. No one to ask what kind of car you drive. Cars won't exist anymore. All cars will be perfect. The only thing, Dad, that matters is right now. This imperfect moment right now. This right now we are alive. This right now we are living. We are being. We are this moment. This moment now matters because in this moment right now I am alive and right now I am alive. Right now I am being perfect and each moment forward is a moment towards perfection. Right now I am less perfect. Right now I am less imperfect. Right now I am less perfect. And right now I am less imperfect. And right now I am less imperfect. And right now I am alive and I am breathing. Right now I am alive and now I am breathing. Right now I am alive and I am breathing and I am loving and I am existing and I am consuming and I am everything that is imperfect. And right now I am alive and right now I am alive and right now I am imperfect. And right now I am alive, and right now I am alive, and right now I am imperfect. Now I am alive, and now I am imperfect, and now I am alive, and now, and now, and now. Part 4. Revelation Hallelujah, my father, dad, my God, my Hashem for showing me the best minds of my generation being destroyed by everything. Hallelujah for destroying the best minds of my generation by marijuana, by alcohol, by medication, by clothes, by work, by sex, by media, by information, by exercise, by religion, by self-help, by charity, by consumption, by non-consumption, by life. Hallelujah, Hashem for showing me the best minds of my generation destroyed by being convinced that they are alone. To the best minds destroyed by capitalism and belief that they are the single thing responsible for their success and lack and destiny. The best mind destroyed by blaming others, by relying on others, by thinking eternity and time owed them everything they needed or wanted. Hashem, you showed me the best minds of my generation destroyed by the crippling fear of loneliness, true loneliness, the true loneliness of the lie that we are all alone and everything outside of our head is a stranger, or that everything outside of us is just us and not an actual other, that we are the universe, that we are not the universe. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by egotism and failure and success, by leaning on other people too much, by not leaning enough, by not. By leaning so far they forgot how to stand. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by luck and wealth or lack. I saw the best minds of my generation by not changing, changing too much, not changing enough, changing outside of change, destroyed by change, destroyed by their own souls, airplanes. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by other minds. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by poverty and being second class, by being middle class, by being a class and obtaining and abstaining, by breathing in air, clean air, foul air, fresh air, by not breathing, by choking. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by good intentions. I saw the best minds of my generation. I saw all the minds of my generation. I saw all the minds. I saw the mind. I saw my mind, my generation, my regeneration. I saw it all cowering, hiding, afraid. I saw the universe. I saw generations of life, of non-life, of eternity, of time, of the universe collapsing in on itself and expanding out of itself. I saw stars burning in the empty black night fueled by the same matter of other skeletons. I saw other skeletons wrapped in sinew, blood, flesh, and thought. The minds who filled their lungs with smoke to forget and not be afraid to connect to the great heavenly dynamo. The minds who filled their bodies with chemicals with nothing feeding their fear to not be afraid. Minds, minds, minds filling their stomachs with expensive food, with handcrafted cocktails, with bicycles, with clothes, with being better than other people. We being better than their own nature. 
who filled their life with something so they could keep going, filling their heads with punk conspiracies because the grim reality was too simple to believe that no one was in charge, that there was no lie, that there was no one in charge of the lie, that there was no one telling a single lie, that the simple reality of the truth of the machinery of life is that it ran without an engineer, that we were in control but could not control, that it just ran on its own that it just ran on its own, on our own loneliness. Minds running through the streets together, alone, afraid, run three miles, 10 miles, 26.2 miles and more, who ran, who found ways to run or not run, or keep going or stop going, who moved fast, stopped moving, broke things, broke themselves. Minds who joined gyms and companies and thought there was one thing to change, they would change that, but not themselves, their self, the self, all the minds, all needing something to keep going, work, running, lifting, singing, music, charity, community, giving, but filled it to feed their fear and keep their fear at bay, who let the capital F fear run and ruin their lives, who allowed it to become their eternity, ignoring that this is not eternity, that time is not eternity, that we are in time outside eternity, that we are eternity, that we are time. Time is eternity and is not. Every day is an eternity. They were afraid. They surrounded themselves with people who were like them enough so that they didn't have to deal with people who were not like them, so they were not afraid, who were afraid of themselves, who were afraid of nothing and everything and death and life and living, who were afraid of others, who were afraid of the self, who were afraid of not, who were afraid of being, who were afraid of not being, who were afraid of being wrong, who were afraid of failure, who were afraid of being stupid, who were afraid of being poor, who were afraid of being rich, who were afraid of being right, who were afraid of being different, who were afraid of being the same, who were afraid, who were afraid. They were told they could only change themselves. They were told they couldn't change themselves. Who were they were told? Who were they were told? Who were they were told to be thankful for their luck? Who were they were told to be harder? Who were they were told they weren't lucky enough or weren't trying hard enough? Who told they weren't who told? Who told they weren't who told? They should be afraid and not be afraid. Who were told a million different truths and lies and expected to believe all of them and live? Who were told they could not find a world for them to live in? who were told they should try to make themselves live in the world, the world outside of time, who tied ropes around their neck, jumped off bridges, swallowed death, embraced death, just existed, just lived, didn't die on the outside, but were dead on the inside, who died long before they were dead, who tried to suffocate the mind and separate from the body. I saw those who put the head, their head in the oven because they were told they were alone and they were wrong, who jumped off bridges to fly away from their loneliness, who changed their minds, who fell back to their addiction, for whom no chemicals or shocks or words could return their soul to their head and hang themselves in despair, who sat in front of the holy glow because the screen showed them that they were not alone or you were not alone or I was not alone, but when the screen was off and they were lying in their beds, they were still alone, who died long before they were dead alone in their heads, who died alone in Brooklyn and Brookline and San Francisco and London and Beijing and Seoul, who lived alone, surrounded by others, who went to bed alone with themselves or others that they thought were themselves or others just to not be themselves alone, 
I saw all the minds of my generation destroy themselves, trying to break their backs, lifting themselves alone to heaven. I saw people doing this and just trying because they were told heaven was not here. Heaven was somewhere else, someone else, anything else but themselves, their own true self, their own wonderful, brilliant soul, illuminating the world for themselves, for everyone, for eternity, for the universe, for time. I saw all of us little gods striving for our own kingdom of heaven, when heaven is hell and hell is heaven and it is all around us, inside us, but near us, next to us. Life after death, but what about life before living? What about death while living? What about life? What about living? Who saw Moloch inside every beating heart, not because it possessed them, but because it was born inside of them? Who blamed others for Moloch, who blamed themselves for Moloch, who blamed them unseen for Moloch, who blamed Moloch for Moloch, who blamed Moloch on the universe? Moloch, who is a part of the universe. Moloch, who is not separate from us. Moloch, who exists in the city of heaven and in the city of hell, the chaos of the system of pandemonium and the eternal ordered paradise. Moloch, Moloch, the sleeping reality of Moloch, the dream of Moloch, the fantasy of Moloch, the thought of what else could I be? Why isn't it this way? Why am I not another way? Why is the world not another way? Moloch, the illusion of envy. Moloch, the emptiness of greed, the false well-being of hubris. Moloch, who feeds us anger and excess and sadness and lust to keep us satiate. Moloch, the lie that the world owes you something. Moloch, the lie that living is easy. Moloch, the lie that the world has to be hard. Moloch, the lie that we have to be competitive to fight for that slice of the pie. Moloch, the lie that everyone can be happy forever at all times. Moloch, the lie that tears and fears are wrong, that sadness is bad. Moloch, the lie we tell ourselves so we can still be afraid, so that we can let fear run our lives. Moloch, the lie that to be safe and happy, we must be alone. Moloch, the lie that hell is other people. Moloch, the lie that misanthropy is judgment and nihilistic. Moloch, the lie, I will not die for a lie. I will not die for Moloch. I will not die alone. I will not die within my own head. I am, I am, I am, I am you. I will die for you. I am you. I am we. We are not alone. We are legion. We are multitudes. We are the universe inside of us, living inside of us, living around us, the universe within the universe. We are in here. We are in here. We are in here. In here, putting down the bottle, putting down the cigarette, putting down the screen, putting down our ego and picking up ourself, in here looking at other people and not seeing ourselves but saw another full person, in here seeing control but seeing change, in here looking through the screen and not seeing a reflection but seeing a window, seeing the window, not a window to jump out from but a window to scream through, a window to yell, to shout, to cry, in here deciding to help people be free by helping the self be free. In here realizing we were inside of Moloch and a reflection of Moloch and Moloch was us and in here wanting to help people not be afraid to have ambition, to find our potential, to find our own happiness, to understand our sadness, to experience... In here wanting themselves to really exist and not just consume. In here wanting people to find our own self, our own balanced self, telling, showing, feeling, hearing, seeing, experience, our own beautiful experience, our own beautiful existence, our own beautiful self. In here wanting to make things to show and tell and see and hear and feel. In here wanting everyone to taste the true loving hardness of the universe and persevere and move forward. To try, to fail, to go, to go, to go beyond, to go completely beyond failure, to go completely beyond trying, to go completely beyond success, to go beyond just telling, to go beyond feeling, to go beyond hearing, to go beyond seeing, to learning, to teaching, to experiencing together, to go beyond pain, suffering, happiness, 
to go, to go, to go completely beyond eternity, to go to the universe, to exist, to the greatest of every day and all challenges without fear, but scared, but not afraid. Eyes up, head down, pushing, pushing through the sacred temple, sacred but not alone outside the self, the sacred temple of every moment, every boring, useless, beautiful, perfect moment, every stupid, fucking, tiresome, boring moment, seeing the holiness of time tick. In here, wanting people to find themselves for themselves, for others, not perfection, just potential. In here, realizing we cannot do this alone. In here, realizing we cannot be above the process, we must be in the process, we must move with the process, we cannot break the process of the universe, cannot change the process from without or within to truly change the process, we are part of the process. In here with Tim Notary, you self are self. Tim Notary, I'm with you in Pittsburgh where you are madder than I am. Tim Notary, I'm with you in Scranton where you must feel very strange. Tim Notary, I'm with you in Wakayama where you don't know where you are going. Tim Notary, I'm with you in Old Forge where you imitate the shade of your father and mother and grandparents and family. Tim Notary, I'm with you in Texas, Pennsylvania, New Jersey where your hearts are with MC, with KN and KN and LH and HB and AK and all the other heroes of these poems. Tim Notary, I'm with you as you type these words, I've never left you. Tim Notary, I'm with you everywhere where you are everything. I'm with you in San Francisco where you found your faith again in me, and I will not let it make me a slave to its will. I will not kneel down to it without reason. I will kneel and stand and sit. I will embrace my faith and hold it and allow it to hold on to me. I'm with you in Oakland where I will not make you my crutch. I'm with you in Oakland where I will not make you my shield, my sword, my enemy, my protector. I'm with you in Oakland where I'll not make you my faith alone. I'm with you wherever you are. I will not swallow your cup, steal your coin, or rip your hole from your chest. I will let you be to live. I will believe in the universe. I will believe in you. I will believe in us. I am with you in California, in Pittsburgh, in Japan, in Old Forge, and you are everywhere where I will tell you, and I will watch you, and I will listen to you, and I will hear you, and I will see you, and I will feel. I will believe if I fail, if you fail, we fail, then we will still be, that our failures are equal to our successes, that I think, therefore, that I am, therefore, that we are, there is no end, there just is, we just are. I am howling in him with the beating heart of the universe. The universe that is never ending. The universe that will still be, will still be when we are gone. When we are gone, we will still be, and we will still be. I am with you inside the universe and the universe. I am in here. I am in here. I am...